the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, welcome back. Kath and I have been doing this show for a long time, and there have been a, a small number of guests who've been with us for the many, many years we've produced this show. And they, and they become like friends in a way, even though for the large part we never meet people face-to-face, but we have regular conversations. And such is the case with our next guest, Karen Swallow-Prior. Karen's a professor in the English Department, Liberty University, a senior fellow at Liberty University Center for Apologetics. She's also the author of The Extraordinary Life of Hannah Moore and a new forthcoming book. But the thing that happened to Karen Swallow-Prior recently, it shook us up. I mean, it, I mean, mm-hmm. essentially what happened is that Karen got hit by a bus when she was in Nashville, and she's here and survived and to tell us the story about Karen Swallow Pryor and the bus. Karen, welcome back. It's so good to be back with you, believe me. Karen, for having l- me. listen, we were beside ourselves when we, uh, it, when we read this on Twitter. I well, the mean, day that you were supposed to join us, you were supposed to be on the air with us, I think. Oh, I think I was. Was I? Yeah. I think yeah. I was. yeah. Now listen, yeah. Karen. If you don't want to be on the show, you can just tell us. You don't have to go to this extent. I mean, essentially, what happened is we oh, okay. we spoke in the morning, and I was like, "Oh yeah," and you were like, "I'm in Nashville, but I think I'm available later on in the day." So then I see on Twitter. I think they. I mean, the, yeah, the shocking I thing. You you were tweeting and Facebooking wh- while you were in the hospital after you got well, hit by my a bus. Friend, or like, my friend, my friend took, who was with me took my phone from me, and she was managing my social media. Um, so I Holy think she smokes. did that. Okay, so let's go back then. Tell us the story about you, because you, you're, not, you're not from Nashville, so you left Liberty University, flew to Nashville. Please pick, pick that story up. Right. So I was um, in Nashville for a couple of days, uh, primarily to attend a conference, and the conference actually it was a small gathering of of a private gathering of some evangelical women leaders from around the country to talk about women in the church. Um, and I didn't make the conference. I was walking to a, a meeting that I had uh, beforehand. Uh, it was supposed to be a 20-minute walk from my hotel. It was a beautiful spring morning in Nashville, and I got out my Google map and figured I would walk, and somehow I got turned around and was going in the wrong direction. So I decided I'd better just go back to the hotel and get a, a cab from there. And uh, I, the, I, do, I just do not know what happened next. I mean, I've been walking, um, you know, through the little downtown for a while. I'm, I'm very uh, smart on city streets, uh, and I don't know what happened. I, I did not see the bus until it was hitting me. Oh um, gosh, that's Karen. what I thought. Karen, good so. golly. So what, tell us what you remember first after being hit. Well, I remember being hit, and then I remember, I guess I must have lost consciousness because the next thing that I remember, I just remember people being around me. I was lying on the ground um, on my side. I was in excruciating pain. Um, I could hear some women saying that they were nurses and they were giving instructions not to move me. There was a man holding my hand. 
um, asking me my name and just urging me to stay with him and not lose consciousness. And I just saw like my arm, I had my arm over kind of over my head and it was covered with blood, which was coming from, from my head. I found out later and I just was in excruciating pain and, they said the ambulance was coming and I just remember saying, when is it going to get here? I mean, I was just, it was just, I was in Chaos. more pain than I've been in my whole life. I bet. So, so you published a portions of the police report later. The police said you flew in the air some 15 to 20 feet. I mean, this was a, a full size city bus that hit you. Well, it was, it was like a tour bus. So it was, it was a, like a local tour. So I think it was more of a shuttle bus. I'm I not, see clear that the ambulance driver told my husband it was a tour bus um and i i never saw it so i don't even know what it looked like and um yeah so um so then from all the all that accident all the horror of you flying through the air and then lying there people immediately start praying for you right at the scene and then all these other people step forward. I mean, you know, Twitter and Facebook just lit up because you are very well known in many circles. And well loved. Yes. And so all of a sudden people are just, I mean, it's like this outpouring of prayer, 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 prayer. And especially for people who saw the accident, in some ways for people who saw the accident, it was like post-traumatic stress disorder. I mean, clearly you were injured badly, but then other onlookers were also just be part of this gigantic ball of prayer and comfort for you. Yeah, I mean, I I just really was overwhelmed with the support and the love, and I have no doubt. I mean, the prayers just ha- have to have made a huge, huge difference in from from the the moment that it happened to to my recovery. Now, the doctors have all been expressed how I mean, they've used the word amazing in terms of how strong I've been and how quickly I've been able to stand on the one leg that I can use and. Um, move around and just my pain is decreasing every day. I mean, I had uh, two collapsed lungs, um, a fractured pelvis, fractured ribs, a fractured scapula, fractured spine, and a laceration on my head. Oh my goodness! Um, and and yet it could have been so much worse. I'm just so thankful that it wasn't. Yes, and so all that—the fractured spine, the pelvic—all that—they're expecting a, a full recovery. Yes. Yes, the surgeon said that I would be running again in four months. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Karen, listen. Yeah, I'm, you, you I'm, know, I'm holding I, him to his word. <laughs> uh, so I, first off, I need to say how much we all love you mm-hmm. and, and value you, and I hope you've gotten a good sense of that throughout your recovery because, you know, John and I immediately called each other and, like, do you see what's going on with Karen? We, we prayed for you. I mean, will you just – I'm happy to be able to tell you how much you are admired and valued by so many people around the world. Oh, well, thank you. I I really, really did feel it. And like I said, I know these prayers, these many, many prayers have been effective, and I'm so thankful for them and for you guys. All right, Karen, so tell us about, we're talking to Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor from Liberty University. Um, Karen, tell us about you know, when I was praying for you right after the surgery, I was thinking about that this unique and unenviable position you're in where you are literally at the mercy of whoever is around you at that accident scene. You can't do anything for yourself. Um, you're completely reliant on the skills, on the kindness, on the compassion, on the medical training of everyone around you. When you've um, thought about that post-accident, 
how, how does how does that feel? What does that make you think? Uh, I, it just you know I really just have this this increased awareness of how um, how God uses people to be His hands and feet. Um, I mean, I, I do want to say that when I was walking, um, trying to walk to my meeting, there were no other walkers. Like, there were no pedestrians. Hmm. I actually had to flag down a man across the street when I felt that I was lost, and he said, you better, you know, you, know, you can't get there from here, you better go back. I mean, there were, that was the only thing, he was going to a parking lot. So the fact that these people, I don't know if they came from the bus, but it's not, there were no other pedestrians. So hmm. where these people came from, I don't know. Um one of them actually, one of the witnesses actually ended up finding me through a mutual friend on Facebook. She had just, she, I was a stranger to her. She posted on Facebook how traumatized she was about seeing this and was asking people to pray for me, this stranger, she did, this lady, um, she put on her Facebook post. And then we ended up being connected through a friend of a friend of a friend. And she's been checking in with me every day. It's how about a that? Small, a small world and wow. she's a believer too and it's just been such a blessing to wow. know so many people were praying for me yes now, wow. now shortly after you started to convalesce care and you wrote this terrific piece sin is like walking in front of a bus which i, I love the mm-hmm. article so i would imagine <laughs> now for better or worse you're going to use this experience i'm sure you, you know, as a to. writer right you're going to you're mm-hmm. going to dig down deep into it yes i mean it was i guess one of the feelings that i i had in you know, that Kathy was asking me about earlier, lying there, I mean, besides my own pain, was just this this overwhelming sense of, I mean, I was at Vanderbilt Hospital, which is one of the premier hospitals in the country, and I had teams of people working on me around the clock, night and day, just so many, so many people at every level, from surgeons to nurses to, um, you know, cleaning women, and everyone was so kind and so caring, and I just thought, I have, you know, I've disrupted all of these people's lives, and they've, I mean, I know this is their job, but they're doing everything for me, and mm-hmm. then all of the visitors I had who interrupted their lives to come and see me, and my, my husband who had to drop everything and drive nine hours to, to be with me and sleep at my side in the, in the rooms, and I just thought, this little slip-up, whatever it was, not seeing the bus has affected so many people's lives in such, you know, such dramatic ways, and I thought, you know, sin is that way. Even though we don't see the consequences, the consequences of sin have that kind of ripple effect Mm -hmm. um, on everyone around us, even when we don't see it. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the unsung hero. So your husband. We talked uh, about this. We did. We were were like, you've got to be kidding me that he built this ramp for you. Now you just mentioned in an offhand comment, you know, okay, so my husband, you know, built this ramp for me so I can use, use my wheelchair. Well, I'm like happy I can open a can of peas. It's like all of a sudden this old house. It's like some kind of like woodworking gem. What's I know. that? Roy. Well, he does have skills. He and does. He no kidding. Um, but yeah, he um, he ended up coming. I, I was transported home at night um, when I was released from the hospital on a medic van. And he left that morning to get there ahead of me um, after, you know, my eight day stay and his eight days of sleeping on a chair in various rooms. Um and, you know, to get the hospital bed for me and, you know, the wheelchair and the, all those things. And then, you know, in four days, he had this, this ramp built. Um, and, yeah, I, I haven't been able to use it much, but I've, I've only been out of the house once. But uh, those, that was to go to the doctor. But those days will come, and, um, and it's, it's there for me. And so 
Very yeah, good. slowly but surely. Really okay, so our time's almost up, Karen. But I got to tell you, I had a I had an, uh, a dinner to myself the other night. I ended up in a, in a restaurant unexpectedly, and so I thought, well, I need to honor Karen because I knew we were going to be talking to you soon. So I started the book. <gasps> okay, book. so I'm I'm a full I'm a full third in. Listen, people. I love it. I'm just so geeked about it. And I can't believe you used Persuasion because that's such a great book. You know, I'm a big Jane Austen fan. Anyway, it's called On Reading Well. It's a new book by Karen Swallow Pryor. Karen, I'm so into it. But it's not out yet, is it? It comes out September 4th. You guys were one of the lucky ones to receive an advanced copy, so Yay. don't brag too much. But I, I love the good word, and um, I'm yeah, super and excited. I hope that others will love it as much as you do. Fabulous. Oh, it's really great. Karen, it's a joy to hear your yes, voice. Yes, it is, Karen. Good to hear your voice. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I love you guys. Love and you. I'm- Glad to be able to join you again. Very nice. Dr. Karen Swallow Pryor. We're going to post information. Oh, Sin is like walking in front you. of a bus. Thank you, God. She is safe and sound. All is right and well. Take a break. Come back. There's lots more ahead for the ride home with John and Kathy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.